You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, let us say hello to the original BMF champion, Jorge Mazadal. He's donning the promoter hat once again this Friday, Jacksonville, Florida, stand-up Duval, game-bred, bare-knuckle MMA, Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. The main event, two former UFC heavyweight champions taking off the gloves and battling it out. Junior Dos Santos versus Fabricio Verdum, along with the card packed with recognizable names. Jorge, good to see you, man. I appreciate the time. So close to the card, I assume the excitement Great. levels are rising with each day. Great fucking introduction to Game River Knuckle. Thank you, but we're gonna have to hire you for the promos. You got a job, brother. Oh, Sign. sweet. Wow. <laughs> this is the listen, man. We're yeah, you said it. We're pumped. Every day we're getting closer and closer. We're uh we're here out right now, just handing out some flowers, doing the old fashioned uh boots on the ground type approach. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We're spreading the word. The fight is uh, to watch. Everybody knows it's going to be JDS or Doom, obviously. But we got so many good fights on the card as well. Um, Joel Bauman versus Coconut Bombs is going to be fucking insane. The winner of that is going to be facing, uh, is going to be a number one contender for the belt. So um, we're excited, man. It's going to be a hell of a fucking night. We got some, uh, can I curse on this one? I forget if I can or not. You're Jorge no? Mazadal. Do whatever you're gonna do, my man. You're good. Oh no, I thought I didn't. I didn't know if we're live, right? I, man. Because sometimes you're confused. I just the other one. Somebody's getting fined, and they're like, they're cutting the connection. I'm like, what's happening? They're like, no, cause you, you curse. And I was like, oh well, nobody told me you couldn't curse. But anyways, um, we got we got a couple of dudes. Um, at the one thirty five, we got Irvin Rivera. This guy is good. Um, another number one contendership type fight. Um, man. Got my boy Joe. The party, right? Joe the Pan. I don't want him at Penafiel. Yes, sir. I always butchers last name. I don't want him to kick my ass. My bad, brother. Um, <laughs> this dude is a dog, man. Every time he comes to fight, he brings it. Gloves and no gloves. He's taking fights for us in six day notice, and he's fighting some of the best free agents out in the market on six day notice. We had him fight this. Uh, Tough, tough dude from uh, Greg Jackson that was um very well-rounded. And uh, 
he's still doing very well, this kid, and fought him like on six day notice and they had a hell of a fight, you know. And from that we've we believed in him more and more and we keep booking him. So um he's another guy that we think is gonna be uh, at the top of one thirty five as well. We also yeah. got Reggie North up on the card. He's a great athlete, mean guy. He likes to finish people. He's also a local native to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. So we're pumped, man. This is this is our biggest event. This is our, our landmark event. You know, the card is stacked from top to bottom. You guys got him early, I think, in the first round. I don't remember exactly when, but it was earlier in the first round. And uh, Verdun was the more known guy, the more established guy already. And uh, JDS was, was, I would say, not really known to that point, you know, only to, like, the hardcore fans. And he smashed him, bro. He took him out. Caught him with an overhand right, you know. But Verdun went on to become one of the greatest heavyweights after, right? Submitting three of the best heavyweights ever in, in his kickboxing, his Muay Thai, his knees, elbows has evolved so much. JDS has also evolved, I think, in the wrestling department. He went on to have those wars with Kane, and his wrestling was so freaking good on the defensive side. You know, just Kane, hats off, always to Kane, one of the greatest heavyweights that, that had that insane pressure that could melt somebody because he could put so many attempts and he had good hands, you know. He's one of my favorite all-time heavyweights as well. Um, so it's uh it's it's just interesting to see, you know, um that the JDS still has that power and speed, man. I just I can't wait to watch these guys in there. When Doom's grappling is only gonna be more lethal with no gloves, you know. It's easier now. It, it I think, you know, most grapplers would agree that, you know, a lot of the finishing is positioning, but it's also that lock. It's that grip that you have and how tight that grip is, you know, that's gonna secure your your finishing hold. And when you don't have gloves, that's a lot of obstruction out of the way, you know. So you could you could potentially hurt more faster, you know. Also, these hands when there's no gloves are slippery. They're just sliding into spots a lot quicker. So now that rear naked, when you get somebody's back, you're you're getting right to it instead of somebody grabbing your glove and just like stalling here for like three minutes and nothing happens, you know. So there's a lot more action on both ends. Um, and to have the type of talent that we have, uh, like just in the co-main event, both of these guys are incredibly talented. And they're dogs, and, and when we pick the guys for MMA bare knuckle, is it's it's uh it's just not everybody's cup of tea. So we got to make sure we're very selective. It's it's a certain individual that's gonna perform well on bare knuckle, and those are the ones that we're looking for. So we take our time scouting. So um, I mean, I'm telling you, this, this card is gonna sit us, put us at another stratosphere. Like it, it's gonna be a different talk after this card. It seems like these guys were jumped in a time machine and went back 15 years ago because they are both looking pretty damn good getting off the bus. Tremendous shape, look better than ever. It's it's crazy to think about. And you've spent time with both of these guys heading into this fight. Does the mental match the physical in terms of the readiness here from the conversations you've had with these guys? I mean, the, those, the number one thing in a fighter is you want to see the confidence. In like, if he thinks, you know, some guys are old school and they think that, you know, running three miles up this hill every day was was like the peak of the shape. And as long as they're confident in that, they're always dangerous, especially guys like this that are in shape, you know, and that I just see that their mind is is in the right place to so where they both equally think they're going to win. You know, I had a nice long talk with uh, we were doing when we were in California. We got to spend a lot of time together and he tells me he's been feeling good. He, he had the time off, so his joints um knees back aches all, all types of stuff that he doesn't that you don't talk about in the interviews and you don't say but you know he's beat up and you're not going to be telling everybody hey i'm beat up but he had this time to rest he feels amazing he feels really really good he's been grappling striking sparring hard again and he says this is some of the best shape he's been in you know and i mean he looks it so i'm taking him for face value um and jbs on the other hand is just crazy powerful and explosive 
I was watching him hit the pads, and he's still 80%, 90% faster than most of the UFC heavyweights, speed-wise, you know, and power-wise. The way that guy rips it, he's he's in an elite percentage of guys that are that big, they can move that quick. He's, he's just built different, you know? And he's another guy that if you've been keeping up with him, he looks like he's in fucking great shape. So I just I just can't wait to obviously be a promoter, but more than anything, be a fan for that fight. Put my phone to the side. Don't talk to me. <laughs> like, don't ask me for no picture right now. I don't give a fuck who I went to school with. Don't talk to me right now when this fight is on because I'm going to be watching, man. And it's also on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Just subscribe and it's free on Twitter, on Facebook. So please check us out. It'll be streamed live and free. There is there is one other fight that that was kind of on the card, but then didn't really hear much from it. Um, Sean Soriano, Henan Barrow, I think at one point was supposed to be on it. And yeah. Brow had Brow had mentioned something about visa issues. Yeah. Do you know what happened with that? Um, I from what I know, it's visa issues. We just had some visa issues getting uh Hannon over here and stuff, and the the paperwork, what was uh what was happening. I, I don't know if that was the final issue, but that's what I heard was last, you know. But that's not a fight that's not done. That's a fight that we desperately want to make. We would love to make this fight at some point. We just uh, we just don't know, you know. It just has to make sense as well. Fair enough. Um, you've been a very busy man, obviously, promoting this event, but you were also in Salt Lake City for the BMF title fight between Dustin yes, Poirier sir. and Justin Gaethje. Gaethje gets the victory. You got to, to be there and wrap the belt around Gaethje's waist. What was that experience like for you? It was the belt that you won, that you have, have had in the gym based on your performance against Nate Diaz, and to wrap it around Justin's waist instead of Dustin's, what was that like for you? Well, on a, on a personal note, and never nothing against Gaethje, because I think he's a hell of a competitor. Um, You know, shit, man. I've, I've known my boy DP for a minute, you know? Uh, and we've been training out of American Top Team for a fucking long time, you know. So, fuck, it hurt because I 100% thought it was coming with us, you know. Then after the first round, I'm like, it's a wrap, it's a wrap, get him. And then, bam, you know, and then, and then the fight happened, you know, and that's the fight world. I, I, I think Dustin's better than uh, Gage. I think if they fight again, Dustin could do that to Gage, and, and they could always be like, uh, they could keep splitting them like that. But um, that's what happens at the fight game when you fight me, meet level guys. Especially both of these guys are are the embodiment of BMF because they go for that finish, you know. And they're both like coolest dudes. You wouldn't even tell that they're just sitting there, you know. But they could fight, man. And they're and more so that they got that killer instinct to go for that kill. And that's something that that I always admire in a quality fighter, you know, to go for that ending, you know. Yeah, Gaethje throughout the week was he took it as a sense of pride that you were going to wrap the belt around his waist. He was saying throughout the week that he was going to make sure that you wrapped it around his waist instead of Dustin's. Did, did you see that? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he said that he's a fighter. That's what he's supposed to say, promote himself. But uh, if he takes it personal, he's just a fucking idiot, right? Because, of course, I'm going to go for DP. He's my, he's my boy. He's my brother. You know, I know this guy inside of the, the, the training environment. I know the type of guy that he is. Outside his role, he's a good person, man. He's a good husband. He's a good father. You know, he's a great teammate. He's a good friend, you know. So, 100% I was with Dustin, man. No, nothing personal against Gagey. Maybe me and Gagey, when I get, like, a uh, board of retiring, of, of promoting, and I unretire a couple years from now, we'll fight for the BMF belt. It'll be fun, you know. Gagey's a hell of a fighter on the feet. He goes for the kill. I'm going to try to snipe his head off. It'll be a hell of a fight later on down the line. He's going he's gonna to do his thing now at 155. But later on... We could fight, you know, get that little paycheck.
Yeah, you're. I, I, I know you talked to the great Mark Ramundi about this, and it made some headlines that, you know, what should Gaethje do? He should defend it against you. But this is not something, just to clarify, we ain't knocking on the door. We're not taking phone calls right the second for that fight. This is this is down the line. Oh, no, you no, said a couple the, of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaethje's doing his thing at 55 now. He's going he's gonna to go uh, fight for that belt, I'm sure, or or I don't know what his future is. You know, but um, I'm not fighting right now. I'm promoting. This is what I'm doing, my brother. Junior Dos Santos versus Fabrizio Verdun <laughs> this Friday. Yes. What's going on with um with game bread boxing? Uh, I know you got this one. You don't want to look too yeah. far ahead, but I assume coming off of that no, event no, in Milwaukee. We always, we're, we're always looking ahead. We got an event. It's going to be brought to you in December. And I got huge news. I got big news. You're not going to believe who headlines the event. You're not going to believe who's the co-main event. But I'm telling you, the main event is going to be intense. It's going to break. It's going to break. You, I, I promise you, when it drops, we'll have the same conversation. And if I didn't take you and throw you for a loop, I'll be surprised. Okay? Really? All right. You just be honest. If your jaw don't drop, like, like hit the floor, you get your money back. See, that one we'll do live so you can get my natural reaction to it. And then you no, can judge you, me. You don't want to do that. You're going to become a meme. You're going to meme the fuck out of you, bro. Um, jaw dropped and crooked on the floor. So kind of going back to teasing announcements, the last time we spoke, this is a little while back, you had mentioned that you were close to signing a name in the from the grappling world that would give me the same reaction. Is this the same yeah. thing? No, this is on the boxing side. Okay. This is on the boxing side. On the grappling, we've hit a couple hurdles with uh, a couple different situations with contracts and things like this. You know, still very likely going to happen, but just not in the time span that, uh, that we wanted originally. So we're pushing that one back. But this boxing news will be made official. Uh, we'll be headlining that card within like two to three weeks. We'll, everybody will know. We'll do, be we know do we know where this event's happening yet or is that part of the no, announcement? we don't. We, we don't know that yet, but it will be part of the announcement. Fair enough. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you about, because, you know, you, you say Friday night's the, the landmark event. This is the one that's going to put you guys over the top, right? And if all goes according to plan, you're going to obviously pique the interest of some of the bigger name free agents out there to, to see. Because I was on the ground for in Dallas for the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight. And one of the things that Nate kept talking about was, he didn't feel like the promotion that he was a part of was very professional in building this fight. There were a lot of weird things that happened in the audience and he wasn't very happy about that. So he said he learned a lot of things from the promotional end when it came to what he's going to do next. Like I'm sure he made a lot of money. He put on a, a fun fight for the fans and that's great. But Nate's still kind of a free agent looking for his next move, looking for a place to fight, a professional place to fight, possible co-promotional -co type stuff. With Nate being a free agent in this event, kind of being like a waterfall to put you guys over the top. Is that a conversation you'd be willing to have at some point, maybe getting Nate involved in, in bare knuckle MMA, maybe a co-promotion type thing? Like, is, is he a name that you would be interested oh, in at least reaching out to? No, just because of how uh, good of a fighter he was, um, his business is always welcome and, uh, and stuff like that. Definitely, you know, business, business, a ton of money that me and Nate could always make together, you know? On my end, there's no ever bitter feelings or any of that. But there could be something. I mean, you guys together promoting a car would be, would be something else. Be we, you know, 
maybe he has one of his fighters that he wants to put against one of my fighters. I know he has a couple signed heavyweights to his promotion. I know uh, we could we could definitely make a card of uh, some of the guys that got signed against his guys. Oh, I love that idea. I love that. We could do like a BMF promotion title. I don't know if that's gimmick infringement on the UFC, but you could do something like that. We could we could just freaking throw it down. You know, I'll pick <laughs> my fight. I'll pick my ten fighters. He could pick his ten fighters and just go to war. And then me and him could put some cash money bets on the side. You know, they could go back to the fighters in different ways. Something like that. I'm, I'm in for that. You know, because I know he made a nice bag. Now for that. <laughs> so if he wants to gamble it up, put like a card together. My ten versus your ten. You let me know, man. I'm fucking in. You, you, this is a great setup by you. This, this pitch was great by you, brother. That was a great idea. I mean, you already offered me a job like two seconds into the interview, so I got to make I gotta make no, that, worth a while. Serious, bro. The interest was spiritual, brother. All right. I remember that, bro. Well, I'm going to give you a good outro, too. This Friday night, Jacksonville, Florida, Duval, stand up. Fabricio Verdum versus Junior Dos Santos, two. Bare Knuckle MMA, game-bred Bare Knuckle MMA, going down at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. Get your tickets to Ticketmaster.com, or you can watch it on YouTube, on Jorge's page. You can watch it anywhere, all over social media, wherever you can find your fights. Jorge, thank you so much for the time, as always. Best of luck to you on Friday. Looking forward to it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. God bless. Have a good day. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, all my fans, for all the years that I did in fighting. Thank you for everybody supports me in the game, Brett Knuckle, and the show's love to all these brave competitors out there. God bless everybody. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.